0: Hello, everyone. This is Scott Shell and this is the Betting Bay Area Podcast and Believe Podcast Network, the Bay Area's number one sports podcast network, the only place of the show for every team in the Bay Area, and more. We believe in our teams. You believe. Once again, if you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're also available on your favorite directory, Spotify, Google Play, Citro Luminary, and TuneIn. You can find us at believe.com and at believepodcast on Twitter. And you can find me personally at Reichel Radio on Twitter. Now, in this week's show, we're going to be recapping the Los Angeles Wildcats uh, season in the XFL that was shortened due to the coronavirus. And we'll also be starting our gambling transition towards the NFL offseason Uh, by discussing uh, free agency and the NFL Draft. But before we get into any of that, quick announcement for one of our sponsors. While you're waiting this one out uh, with us due to the coronavirus, you can still have some fun betting on some sports and other recreational activities on betonline.com. I know that March Madness isn't around, and I know that all your leagues aren't either, but BetOnline still has hundreds of ways to place wagers, including online casinos with poker and blackjack access. Uh, you also still have some options with mixed martial arts, American Idol, uh, the presidential elections, the spelling bee, the hot dog eating contest, and much more. They also just added a ton of NFL draft props, so if you are interested in getting an early scouting on uh, the upcoming crop of future NFL talent by by uh, predicting who you think will be taken and what specific spot. If you think that, for example, Swift will be the first running back taken. If you think Lamb will be the first receiver taken. If you think that Akuda will be the third overall pick. All these options and more are available on online. and I recommend using them. I use them personally for poker all the time. I play poker on that site pretty much every day, and I also have been slamming some of these draft props that were released yesterday. So, Uh, We have a couple of good deals, but as of right now, uh, there is one specific promo that we are doing with BetOnline, and if you use the code MYPOD100, you get to receive 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right, 50% off with the promo code MYPOD100 at BetOnline, where the fun never stops. Now, we're going to dive right in. And talk about the LA Wildcats, unfortunately the season had to end after five games as there just wasn't any physical way that you actually could continue the season based on the fact that the uh, stadiums weren't exactly safe for a ton of you know, consumers to actually be sitting in the same place based on how rapidly this virus has spread. So with no fans, they decided to pull the plug and to just wait until the 2021 season in order to resume the XFL. Before the LA Wildcats, they had a pretty lackluster season. Very streaky. They finished the season with a 2-3 record, which put them in possession of third place in the XFL West Division. As a result, not in a playoff spot, but they were very solid offensively. On the bright side, as they were able to score the second most touchdowns in the entire league, as they were able to score 18 touchdowns, second only to the only undefeated team in the entire league in the Houston Roughnecks. Now, in terms of the actual team itself, I'll just give my brief summary on what I thought about the Wildcats. Overall, really wasn't that impressed. Uh, with Winston Moss and the job that he did with that team. The defense was an absolute disaster for the majority of the season as they ended up giving up 14 touchdowns, which was tied for third most in the entire league. Uh, You saw that after the first game in which they got absolutely torched by the Roughnecks it uh, ended up not really being fully their fault because the Roughnecks, led by Walker, were the best offense in the entire league. But the uh, the Wildcats fired their defensive coordinator in, after the first game, got rid of their defensive captain, and they looked slightly better. And then after that, their defense was very hit or miss, gave up 30-plus points to Tampa Bay. Uh, they also were able to shut down... Um, see, they were able to just... It, it was very weird watching them play, where it seemed like their defense was good occasionally, but for the most part, their defense looked completely lost. They absolutely shut down D.C. defenders that one game, but as a whole, the defense was not was a mess, and I'm not really surprised that the Wildcats struggled uh, to actually get off the field and win games during that course. However, the offense did look pretty good, as you ended up having some people ball out, uh, specifically quarterback Josh Johnson alongside with wide receiver Nelson Spruce. Spruce was injured over the last couple of games, but as a whole, he definitely looked like a potential NFL practice squad or even a bench player, as he definitely looked really just consistent and really fluid with his routes in that offense, and I think he should be able to potentially make a training camp in the NFL. But the main thing that I want to bring up is based on the fact that since The XFL did announce publicly that they will be uh, paying all the players uh, for the 2020 regular season. And that all of the, you know, the goal of the XFL was to continue playing a full season in 2021 and beyond. So based on that, that basically means that all of the players will be uh, receiving their pay for this full season. So if they had a, if a player had a one-year contract, that means that that one year is officially up and they will be a free agent. Now that is worth mentioning because that most likely means that the LA Wildcats will be without a starting quarterback next year, as Josh Johnson was on a one-year contract for over a million dollars with the Wildcats. Uh, it was actually kind of ironic because of the fact that Josh Johnson originally signed with the Wildcats then was offered a deal with the Detroit Lions in which the Wildcats said no because they wanted him to focus on his uh, you know, XFL career. And now that the season's cut short, he most likely will end up in the NFL once again by the time the training camp starts. So based on that, Johnson's one-year contract is done. His, four-year, his four-game run with the Wildcats after missing Week 1 is officially over. He looked very sharp for pretty much the entire season. But now the Wildcats will have to move forward without him. Uh, Other than that, though, um, I would expect to see a lot of different faces with the Wildcats in the future. Uh, Nick Novak, I don't know if he'll be back. uh, Just as another example, he'll probably be fighting for an NFL uh, roster spot in training camp as well. Uh, You have some issues with that moving forward. But as a whole, the Wildcats looked like a pretty average team. And even though they were looking very sharp offensively, during various portions of the year. Defensively, they were still an absolute mess, and I'm still a bit concerned about how well they would have done had the season not been shortened, but that's a moot point because of the fact that the season is now officially over. Now, other than that, though, the XFL, just a quick comment on their actual decision to uphold their current agreements with the players. Uh, I give Vince McMahon and the rest of the XFL just office in general, an A-plus for the way that they've handled this. They tried the best they could. It wasn't really anything you could do with the coronavirus, as most of the other major sports leagues also shut down. The XFL definitely hoped to get one more weekend in, because they would have had unprecedented ratings based on the fact that they had no competition since all the other sports leagues were shut down already. But they didn't have a choice. The XFL decided to do what was necessary, and they also decided to earn a lot of respect uh, from the players, and even from a PR perspective by... Uh, by being willing to actually uphold their original agreements by paying all of the players for their entire season, despite the fact that they played less than half of the year. So, overall, I give the XFL an a plus. Not much you can do with that one. Plus, it was also a very smart move because it pretty much showcased as a last-minute dig at the AAF that they were able to pay their players unlike the previous leagues, and they will be looking forward to doing business in the future as the AAF was unable to even complete its first season. So, as a whole, uh, definitely not the way that people wanted the season to end, but it definitely needed to happen, and that is pretty much all I have to say about that. Now, before we transition to the NFL Draft, another word from our sponsor. I don't know about you, but some people love to wear suits to the office, and some people just like to relax and be casual, One of the perks of being a podcaster is the fact that I can do all my work in t-shirt and shorts, which is just the way that I like it, and there are some places that I like to buy shirts, but one specific area is at trueclassictees.com. True Classic Tees are personally my favorite. It's based in Los Angeles and is a t-shirt company that is on the rise. The t-shirts are very soft, they hold up in the wash, and they're incredibly versatile, you can wear them out, you can wear them to work out in. You could also wear them around the house, which is something that people might get accustomed to over the next couple of weeks. And the best part, they're also extremely cheap as they're only as they're available for only $15 and now you can get them for even less. If you go to trueclassictees.com and use the code BLEAV so the code word believe at checkout, you can get an extra 20% off your purchase. So once again, the code is BLEAV at TrueClassicTees.com for another twenty dollars off uh, for another twenty percent off of your purchase. So overall, once again, TrueClassicTees.com code word is believe, and you can get twenty percent off of your purchase. Now switching gears, talking about the NFL, uh, you have a lot of moves going on. But first of all, I will be addressing. Uh, One question some of you might ask, I will no longer be covering the Raiders on this podcast because of the fact that they are no longer in the Bay Area. They've officially moved to Las Vegas, so for that reason, good luck to them, but they are no longer going to be a topic of concern for us. Um, Unless I'm told otherwise, that's basically how I figured this would go. So based on that, this should pretty much be a 49ers exclusive podcast moving forward, and I will be talking about some of the moves that they're going to be making, whether it's the draft or in free agency. That should lead to some potential draft prop bets, etc. But there was some news with the 49ers earlier this week as they ended up trading away defensive lineman DeForest Buckner to the Colts in exchange for a first-round draft pick. And that first-round draft pick was actually a pretty solid pick as it was equivalent to the 13th selection in the first round. Now, based on that, it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that the 49ers will be drafting a defensive lineman with that pick because of the fact that they just simply didn't want to pay DeForest Buckner. And do I understand that move? It's pretty tricky. Buckner was very good, but at the same point, you also have a lot of salary cap tied up with Jimmy Garoppolo and just some other members of that defensive core. So based on that, you had to get rid of somebody you couldn't keep everybody happy. And based on that, I think that they potentially made the right move there. Now, for the actual uh, mock drafts, it seems like the 4 ers are very... Interested in taking Kevon uh, or in taking uh, Javon Kinlaw from South Carolina as a defensive tackle. Now the 49ers also have the 31st pick in the first round, so there is the slight chance that John Lynch could potentially trade up to the top 10 if they end up falling in love with the prospect early on. Do you think that will happen? No, but at the same point, if defensive tackle Derek Brown from Auburn potentially slides to maybe nine or 10. I think you could see San Francisco potentially pull the trigger on that one. So that is something to keep in mind moving forward. However, there are some props that I do want to discuss That is that are currently available on DraftKings. They have specific landing spots for prospects, and you can bet on where you think uh, specific players will land. So, for example, if you wanted to give your thoughts on whether or not C.D. Lamb would go to the Jets, the Raiders, or any other team, <coughs> excuse me, you actually had the option to. DraftKings uh, does not have that option, but FoxBet, as far as I know, is the only book that actually does. Uh, one lets you draft uh, or lets you pick the order of, for example, which receiver will be picked first, second, etc. But overall, FoxBet's the only one where you could actually bet on specific landing spots for players. So based on that, for example, C.D. Lamb if you scroll down, they have about 20 teams listed, and you can try to put down money on which team you think he will go to. Now, the reason why I bring that up is because the 49ers are mentioned in practically all of these wide receivers. Uh, the 49ers are currently plus 2,000 to take C.D. Lamb. If you look at Jerry Judy, uh, the 49ers are currently plus 600 to take him. And if you also look at Ruggs third from Alabama, the 49ers are currently plus 600 to take him as well. My advice to you on that is don't bet either of those for the 49ers. I don't see any reason why they would be taking a wide receiver in the first round. They just traded Buckner, so you already know that they're going to be going after a defensive lineman to replace him uh, in the immediate future in the first round, so that already eliminates one of their two picks. And other than that, Ruggs will be gone uh, by the 20s. Uh, you should see Lamb gone before 15, you should see Judy be gone by 15, and I still think the 49ers will be taking a defensive lineman in with their, first, with their new first pick in the first half of the first round, but other than that, there's really not much the 49ers need help with offensively. I know Garoppolo, you could argue, isn't the greatest of quarterbacks, but he's under lock from a contract perspective for a couple of years, so he's currently the starting quarterback, the running backs are solid. The offensive line was banged up last year, but if it's healthy, it's very good. Wide receivers are still solid with Samuel. Um, You still have Debo Samuel, who was really good. Sanders, I mentioned, uh, even Pettis was pretty good before he got injured. Um, Bourne made some big catches. Kittle's still a very good tight end. The only thing you really have to shore up is the defense, so for all those receiver props, I personally would ignore them. I don't think there's any value on that. 49ers should realistically go defense for both selections they should take a defensive lineman and either a linebacker or a cornerback just to add some added depth to the roster especially as Sherman continues to get older so that is something to keep in mind but overall in terms of the actual props available a lot of them are just based on uh the number of a specific position that will be taken So, for example, if you think that there will be over 5.5 defensive linemen taken, you could bet that at DraftKings, uh, bet on the line, pretty much any sportsbook. But those are the ones that are mainly available. Uh, You don't have any over-unders yet for a large bulk of players besides the top uh, three for DraftKings. You have a couple of options here. DraftKings has uh, Tua, Chase Young, and Herbert. I expect more to come in the future. So if I see any that the 49ers should... Be at least considering to take. I uh, definitely will mention those in the video. But overall, though, uh, not really much else to talk about with the 49ers besides the fact that there's a lot of quarterbacks changing places, and the 49ers have had nothing to do with it because they why would they? But overall, uh, that's going to do for this installment of Betting Bay Area here on Thursday, March 19th. Good luck to all of you in your respective bets today. Bye everyone. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile